0: Welcome to the Glow Up Effect podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Diana. Here at the Glow Up Effect, we're diving deep into mindset shifts, inspiration, and daily actions to help you thrive in your everyday. Let's get down to business, and let's claim your glow up, girl. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Glow Up Effect podcast. Today, I'm hanging out with Jamie of Love and Flower Bakery. Say hello, Jamie. Hi, guys. Me and Jamie connected at last last month and I was like girl I have been trying to get you on this podcast forever I and it's not until recently like we've actually met in person a few times because I'm obsessed with her bakery like I tell everyone I'm like Jamie's gonna make my wedding cakes like I'm gonna have a macaroon tower like I'm gonna have every kind of freaking tower and Jamie's gonna make it okay because I am a like, I'm a long time follower. Her bakery shop. So finally we were able to connect (laughs) through the interwebs. And um, I think her resilience through building her business as a self-taught baker is so, so admirable. And I, I love literally everything she does with her work and her messaging. So she's gonna share with us today, you know, her journey in building her business that is love and flowers. So, you know, tell us about yourself. Who are you and what do you do? I'm Jamie and I am a self-taught
1: cake artist and I guess entrepreneur. Um, So weird to like use that word to describe myself. Mm. Um, Yeah, I started decorating cakes um, at a local supermarket when I was 16 and just kind of fell in love with it and everything kind of went from there.
0: Amazing. I love the supermarket thing because I went right ahead to like the Paw Patrol cakes that go down at Shaw's and you're like, just oh, yeah. them to like, please, happy birthday in the right color. But yeah, tell us more about like, did okay, so you told us, you know, you started out the supermarket. Like, did you ever real like realize like, dang, I really want to become a baker. And like, how did love and flour come to be, you know? a lot of people can bake and they bake at home. It's a hobby. It's for fun, but really taking that next step to be like, I'm going to do a business. Like this is go big or go home. Right. So I have
1: always said at for so long, I was like, I will never open my own business. Um, I've always been in corporate. I worked for whole foods for a really long time as well. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I would actually open my business. I always thought it was just too, much or too big of a dream for me to ever accomplish. Um, I never thought it was something that was going to be for me. Of of course, it was something that I would love, but it just didn't uh, seem very tangible. I actually hate baking. (laughs) (laughs) I like decorating. Um, I, I don't hate baking. I like leisurely baking. Like I love to bake at home. I love to make new recipes, but Baking commercially is so much different than baking for fun. Um, So I like to bake for fun. I don't love commercial baking. It's a lot of big batches. I love decorating. I love decorating cakes. Uh, you're a
0: cake artist.
1: Yes. Uh, (laughs) I love, I like baking macarons because those are, those are really, really small batch. So it's kind of like, like you're baking at home. Mm -hmm. You obviously make a lot more batches, but I actually thought I was going to be in the fashion industry. I wanted to go to school for fashion merchandise marketing. Uh, when I worked in corporate, I loved putting together displays and making things look really pretty and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that kind of also kind of goes right in hand with cake decorating. Um, and yeah, I started off at supermarkets and I did a lot of supermarket baking. And then I started making cakes at home for friends and family. And in It just kind of went from there. I was making cakes in my mom's kitchen. Um, One of my friends was just like, you need to make a Facebook page just to like put all your work on. And I just did one night and it kind of just went from there to the point where my mom was like, you need to get out of my kitchen. Cause I was working, I was opening stores um, at Whole Foods and working, you know, a ton of overtime there as uh, a manager. And then I was coming home for, you know, on a weekend taking over my mom's whole kitchen. So she couldn't have any company. She couldn't cook. I would take apart her refrigerator, you know, like the shelves. I would move all her food and I would take apart her refrigerator to fit my two tier cakes in.
0: Oh it my goodness.
1: Was so bad.
0: You're so done um, with you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So she was like, you know, when it was like one cake a week or like, you know, one week I would have cakes one week I wouldn't, but when it was every single week got to the point where she was like, you need a space. Um, so we found, uh, a really small space in my hometown of Salem, New Hampshire, and it was under a thousand square feet. It was really small. My idea was just to use it as a kitchen. I wasn't going to have a storefront. I was just going to go in and use the space as a kitchen to be able to make these special order cakes for custom, custom orders. And it kind of just evolved from there. The space was a bakery previously. So it had the the front of house already built in and i just said we're gonna try this after a year of being there we moved into a 2400 square foot space that we are currently in now um and we you know i say we because i truly feel that my entire team is part of love and flower
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: I don't it's not just me like when people message me and say like oh my god your cakes are so beautiful or Jamie this cake is so beautiful I am always responding with I have the most talented team um so it's definitely a we and not a me um but the space we're in now in the space we were in before we've done everything ourselves so the whole fit up my um dad and friends and family all helped with um the decor. I cashed out my 401k at 23 years old and here I am now.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. Every time he's going into this, I love that because it really shows the evolution. Like literally like imagine trying to take apart your mom's fridge. She's giving you the side eye. and You're like, I promise I'll put it
1: back. Yeah, we're on, so we're on year four and you know, it's so, it's so crazy to look back to year one when we first opened and my partner at the time used to say to me, you know, imagine making like a thousand dollars a day if we want to put it like money-wise. Mm. And I used to be like, I don't know if we'll ever do that. Yeah. And you know, to think about like, we used to have 10 customers and I'd come home and be like, I had 10 customers today. You know, I, I look back and I, I looked at, we would make and sell realistically 50% of what we were making and we were making maybe 50 cupcakes a week. And now we're making 50 cupcakes of each flavor a day. So it's so crazy to look back and see where we started and where we are now. And sometimes it's really hard because I forget where we started because you're so focused on the now and you're so focused on the future and your growth that you forget how far you've already come. So I can get down on myself and say, you know, we should be doing X, Y, Z and we're not. I should be here, I should be here, I should be with what this person's doing and I'm not on the same level as them. And it can get really discouraging, but I have to remind myself that, you know, literally came from zero Instagram followers, zero customers, mom's kitchen, you gotta remember that.
0: Yeah, and it's like so gratifying because I feel like everything you your shop puts out is like so well received and you know you've really built that community and I know you've mentioned this before, like there are people and customers who have literally like grown with you, like you know, every um, milestone of their life. They're like, guys, I need a cake for this, I need a cake for that. So I think that is just so gratifying. It like warms you up because you're like, Okay, I'm doing this and I'm doing it right, and it's just like gotta keep blazing forward yeah.
1: it's it's amazing to get the emails from I have a client who um, three weeks after we opened like the storefront and when I say we opened the storefront I was the only uh, it was just me mm-hmm. um, I did her wedding so like I planned to do her wedding before I even had the storefront I've done her wedding shower I've done her gender reveal for her first baby Mm-hmm. baby shower for the first baby first baby's birthday now i've done oh the communion uh then she emailed me a couple weeks ago and they're having their second baby so they need another gender reveal cake so it's just like we i truly feel like we are part of these people's lives yeah. feeling i i feel like they've grown with us and i've grown with them and it's it like you said, it's so warming. It's so humbling to just like know that you are such a big part of people's lives that when they are having a major moment, like having a baby or getting married, which is so such an important milestone, they think of love and flower. And it's yeah. such an amazing feeling.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's so sweet. I love that they have literally just like their family's growing now. Like it was like Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to look back and be like, I met them when they just had were getting married. <laughs> the cake tasting so i love you know the growth we've talked about and i feel like being self-talk and sometimes be like oh well you have to work harder or you have to do this or like you always have to prove yourself but how has that journey been for you in terms of growing as a baker a cake artist and growing your business do you feel like you've had to like hustle harder
1: yeah i mean i feel like you know when people ask where do you go to school um I used to be ashamed. I used to be embarrassed to say, I didn't go to school. I didn't go to school for this. And I didn't go to school in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, it used to be embarrassing Yeah. and now I really own that. You know, I, do I feel like I have had to hustle harder? I'm not sure. Cause I don't know what it would be like if I went to school or if I had a, a degree in baking and pastry or if I had a business degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel as though I got, on the job training, working for corporate. And I, I feel like sometimes that puts me more ahead. So maybe I had to hustle less because I got on the job training and learned how to run a business while doing it yeah. uh, and, and without having to put my own business on the line and my own, or my own finances on the line. You know, when you are a manager of a retail department store, that's, you know, it's, you look at it like it's your own business, you run it like it's your own business. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel as though I've had to work harder in the sense of being starting a business with no capital and being self-taught. Google has been my best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, I am not just a cake artist. I am a marketer. I am a website builder. I am an e-commerce builder, Mm -hmm. uh, built literally everything from YouTube and Google, uh, it's crazy how much i've learned yeah, like customer service uh, like yeah that's my service emails uh i've learned how to what did i what did i do the other day oh i was trying to put um description, like uh, check boxes on our e-commerce site. And it's like something you have to do with coding. And I literally Googled and YouTube how to do it. And I spent three hours watching these videos and then finally figured it out where, you know, I feel as though not all, but a lot of businesses are able to just have, they have a person to do that. And I'm that person.
0: Yeah. And like, when you think about it, like, I mean, God bless you for like going out of the way because me after like 30 minutes on YouTube, I'm like, I'm hiring someone like I'm done. I want to freaking crush everything and everyone around me. Like, oh my gosh. But I mean, that really goes to show the dedication you have to, you know, making sure everything gets done. But on top of that, when you said, you know, maybe I had to hustle harder or hustle less. Like, I was like, girl, you just been hustling like there is no degree to it like it's just like you've been hustling and you make sure everything gets done so i really love how you phrase that like maybe i was working hard maybe i'm working less i didn't have time to notice it like it is what it is
1: yeah you just you just keep it moving you just make it happen
0: yeah. And like, I feel like now in our generation, like everything feels like we need this like instant sense of gratification, right? Like, oh my God, I need to get to 1000, I need to get to, to, to 10,000 followers, like this and that. Like, how has it been like working through your feelings of feeling that pressure? Or like, sometimes it's an internalized pressure, we put it on ourselves, or sometimes yeah. we take it from other people. But how has it been like, you know, feeling like I need to go, go, go and grow, grow, grow?
1: You know, we live in, I say this like all the time. I say this even with like, you know, our response times and everything like that. We live in in an Amazon world. We live in a world where you click a button and something is at your doorstep literally the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, you know, we live in this instant gratification world and it's, you put so much pressure, not only the outside pressure, but you put so much pressure on yourself to just keep up with that.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I used to have no life and you know I I built my business in my 20s. So I got to the point where I was just trying to please everyone and grow so fast by sitting in bed at you know midnight and answering an email that came in rather than saying I'm not working right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep boundaries of myself. And I'm going to answer that in the morning. And you know, the, the second I started, I I really one day just woke up and was like, I was talking to one of my friends and I hadn't seen her in over a year. And she's one of my best friends Mm
0: -hmm.
1: besides her coming in to see me at the bakery. And I had missed like every family event, every birthday party, every holiday. And I finally said like, you know, growing this business is important, but it's not as important as my mental health my physical health because unless i'm a hundred percent taking care of my mental and physical health then my business will never be hundred percent yeah and from that day forward i set boundaries i set working hours i don't do any admin on the weekends but the second i put those boundaries in place i feel like my entire life changed and I, you know i talked about how we do every i do everything myself i don't do everything myself I did, of course, when I first started. And there's things that I I want to know how to do, so I teach myself. But it is really important to hire people to do the things that you can't. When you're building this business, you make money and then you spend a little more because you gotta you know buy new equipment or spend the money on the, the website builder or whatever it is you need. It's a slower process, but you know you have to pick and choose what you can, what you can do, and then you have to hire out for the things that you can't do or hire those people, hire another cake decorator who's even better than me. You know, I don't work with fondant. I have a fondant artist that like, I wish I could do the things that she does. Mm -hmm. But for so long I was like, Oh no, I, I, you know, I'm the cake decorator. There is a lot that you do on your own as a small business owner, but it gets to the point where sometimes you just have to find the help.
0: Yeah. And that goes hand in hand with the boundaries because it's like, okay, I'm setting boundaries for myself. I'm not going to do that right now, but I also acknowledge it needs to get done down the line. So like, let me ask for help. And I feel like asking for help can be really hard, especially when you are so accustomed to be like, no, this is the ship and I run it and I, Uh everything I need to do it, do it, do it. And I know like myself as like a mom, like I'm like, no, I'll handle it. I'll just do everything myself. Like, forget it. I'll just do it myself. So like that part of my identity has like really caused me to be like, no, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. But it's like, no, like just ask for help or just save it for later. So I just really love that. Like the boundaries was a huge game changer for you because I think it shows how important it is to have those in place because if not, you're going to be burnt out, which I'm sure you were.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I literally where there was like a two year span where I couldn't even remember the last time I like went out to dinner with my friends mm-hmm. for like a like a good two years, and I was so burnt out, and I didn't even you don't even realize it. And then you know, I, my friends would come in on a holiday to get a, a cake that they order, and they'd be like, "Jamie, you look exhausted. You know, you don't look good." And I cannot tell you how much my life has changed, and how it's that one thing. If you can take one thing off your plate, something small, and then the next week. Or or down the line, you take another small thing, all those little small things pile up to free you up because you are the most expensive person on your team. Mm -hmm. Your time is the most valuable. So why am I spending my valuable time planning cupcake flavors? And That's how I finally had to think about it.
0: That's great. That's great. And I'm so glad. Cheers for you because I can hear it in your voice. Like it is a relief for you. But I want to ask, you know, like you just said, you are the face of your brand, but it wasn't always like that.
1: Uh, it's definitely been hard. So when I first opened and like created, you know, social media four years ago, it is not social media what it is today. Mm. Uh, I always would say to myself, you know, this is so... It's like so embarrassing to even say this, or it's so discouraging to even think that I used to think like this. But I used to always say to myself, like, I want to get on and like make videos and do and talk and be on stories and do all these things, but I would always say, Well, when I lose weight Mm -hmm. or or when my makeup is done, or when I look prettier. And it took me a good at least two and a half, three years, really. I really feel like I've only become the face. Mm-hmm. of the brand in the past year and a half. I feel like people would always say love and flower in Jamie in the same sentence. But now I feel like when they talk about Jamie, they talk about like, they really know who I am. Yeah. Um, and it's taken a lot for me to feel comfortable in front of the camera and no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. You're the only one who notices that people just want you to be authentic. I can't, it's taken a lot of, a lot of work it didn't happen overnight. It's taken a lot of work on myself and mentally getting to the place where I can just pick up my phone, turn that selfie camera on and take a video and get on there. Um, I still have that fear of being judged or being made fun of. There's going to be people that make fun of you. There's going to be people that hate you. We ha- I had someone create a fake account and send me like a really hateful message about my body that I posted on, you know, my, my personal account. And then attacked me and my business and it was hard to read but I had to remember that other people out there that want to see want to see you and want to see what you're doing and appreciate you for getting up and being real and being authentic and and just showing up
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and I feel like once you own you and all of you like you start to show up for your business differently I would say just just do it like just
1: It's scary. It's nerve wracking. It's scary. You know, you're shy. You have to be your own hype girl. Hype yourself, get on that camera and do it and do it for whether you have 10 followers or whether you have 10,000 followers, because guess what? If you have 10 people that are following you, that's 10 people that you influence. And that's 10 people that if you get up and you show up, that's 10 people that might show up for themselves.
0: Absolutely. I love that because I feel like that is really encapsulating. Like you have to punch fear in the face, like at some point, because everyone is at one point fearful or scared about showing up. Like yesterday I had a consultation for a coaching client and I was literally, I kid you not about to shit my pants. I was so scared and nervous. I was like, Oh my God, like, is she going to hire me? Like, what do I ask her? What do I tell her? Like, I was so scared. And like the instant the camera turned on, I was like, Elizabeth, she's, is seeking you out because she needs you so show up and show out and guess what we're working together now so it's like you gotta kick it in the face you gotta kick it in the face and like if you have to poop like save it for later because i was literally
1: like so nervous
0: like the nervous poops and i was like do i have time to go to the bathroom and i'm like no the call's in one minute i don't have time like am i gonna vomit like what do i do But I mean, that that really spoke to me and how I was feeling yesterday because I was, there's still things that I
1: get nervous about. And like you said, you get nervous about, you know, we both come up, come off so confident and so Mm -hmm. independent and you're looked at as like a strong, independent entrepreneur, but there's still things that we are so nervous and scared and
0: insecure about hmm absolutely absolutely this is my last like businessy question i want to ask you you know how has it been being a part of a community that also bake how has it been in terms of feeling supported and feeling like new doors open and making just new
1: friends like oh my god yeah so the cake the baking cookie macaron community is amazing it is massive um the support is unreal I have Instagram friends in New Zealand, Australia, England, California, some as close as Massachusetts, some as close as one town over. It's so supportive. It's, it's, it's just a, a feeling of that like sense of community where they just like understand you and they get it. You when know, you get to connect with these people and they just understand your struggles and they can really lift you up in such a different way. And it's so amazing to be a part of that community. I've met one of my best, best friends through the vacant community I don't know if you know Lizzie from Lizzie's Bakery.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We started being friends from a DM on Instagram. We taught a class together, and then it went from there. And now, you know, she's one of my best friends.
0: Literally, that's the like
1: best and like most fun part, right?
0: Yeah, like you I...
1: it's, you connect with them. on like, a, it's like a different connection. If any of my friends listen to it to this, like my my home. All your friend, friends
0: better listen, friends.
1: Jamie, listen. One of them's here right now, and I'm about to say something, and she's gonna throw a plate at me across the room. <laughs> You know, okay. you do, you, <laughs> you choose your friends. You know, you choose them. But the friends you meet on Instagram, yeah. you meet because you connect on such a different level because you connect with someone's content or what they're talking about or the struggles they're going through. And then you become friends and it's just a different type of connection. Didn't
0: you get the opportunity to bake cookies for Khloe Kardashian through a friend that like recommended you or something? I'm going to bring this up because this is a huge deal. (laughs) You're very humble about it, but like I would have a sticker on my shirt. (laughs) Listen, I... It is, I still think about it, like, every day, okay? okay great, because like, you're being like, no, you need to
1: let the world know. <laughs> every time Chloe comes up on my Instagram feed, I'm like, I made cookies for her! Yeah. Um, um, no, but that's through Lizzie. So Lizzie had a connection through the Celtics, and as we all know, Chloe's, who knows what he is, baby daddy, boyfriend, we don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what I was trying to find. We don't even know, through. hopefully they are together,
1: because, you know.
0: Father of her child.
1: Kristen Thompson. <laughs> Has my heart, <laughs> but, um, she was coming to tour the facility cause Tristan got traded to the Celtics and they wanted something super last minute to just be able to hand her. They reached out to Lizzie to make a cake and Lizzie called me and needed like macarons and stuff. And she was, we talked about cookies and she's make some, bring them down. So I it was like, I don't know, four or five o'clock at night. And it was a, the week of Christmas. It was like, I don't know, maybe like six, five days before Christmas, Mm -hmm. which is my busiest week of the year. And I said, all right. And I stopped everything I was doing and I cut out some cookies and decorated them. I called one of my friends. I said, I'm freaking exhausted, but I have to drive to Boston right now. So one of my best friends drove to Boston with me to deliver them to Lizzie's house (laughs) at 830 in the morning and yeah, I, I, we, we both went into it with like zero expectation, but you know, I have said this publicly and I, Lizzie is one of my best friends and I, there's a quote that truly, I'm not going to say it right. Cause it's not in front of me, but you want to surround yourself with people who will bring your name up in a room of opportunity,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not people who are going to only bring themselves up. And that's truly what Lizzie did. I owe her my life because Khloe Kardashian had my cookies on her lap. Ugh. So yeah, she, we, we went into it with zero expectations. We were like, when I tell you we went into it with like a 0.01% chance that you would, she would even post about them. But we're like, maybe the Celtics will post them. Like maybe someone will, will post about them. We did not think she was going to post on her Instagram story. Also because she was being like very quiet about being in Boston.
0: Yeah, she's mysterious. So, that
1: one. Yeah. So we were like, Oh, she's not going to post. And then I was sitting, I was in the bakery packing orders for Christmas and my team had just left. And I'm so mad that they just left because this moment was insane. But one of my friends from, um, the gym that I go to next door, she came, came by to grab, I don't know, something. And she was standing there and we were just kind of talking about the fact that, you know, the cookies were made and how cool that was. And, someone sent me a follower, the story of the cookies posted. So she sent it and I looked at my phone and my phone said, sent a story by Khloe Kardashian. So I was like, no way. And I, I immediately was like, no way. I opened it up and I clicked the story and it was like, thank you, love and flower bakery. And I screamed at the top. I screamed (laughs) at the top of my lungs. I was jumping up and down. And because we both knew that she had already in the cookies because we knew she was getting them around noon. It was like two o'clock. Yeah. She knew immediately what has what was going on. So she started screaming up, jumping upside down. It was like something from a movie. It was honestly uh, insane. I was on cloud nine for the rest of the year. Still am. It's weird to talk about, but it was amazing. And that wouldn't have happened if I didn't surround myself with supportive women.
0: The beauty of networking. Like I never
1: thought when I reached out to Lizzie through a DM three years ago that one, we would be best friends and two that she would connect me with being able to make cookies for Khloe Kardashian. And then from that, I got an order the next week to make cookies for like six more players. Mm -hmm. So it was like surreal.
0: I just love that. I love that for you. I was literally one of your followers. Like, look, remember, remember, look, look. I'm showing my boyfriend. Like he cares about cookies. (laughs) And I'm like, that bakery we went to in new hampshire she just made cookies for tristan's daughter um but yeah it was it, everyone was excited okay like huge fangirl moment i was like it's game changer so congratulations on that to wrap up i'm gonna ask you you know what is your glow tip for the listeners today and what is your glow accessory? Um,
1: my glow tip is 30 minutes of movement every day. If you're not getting in 30 minutes of movement, you need to,
0: Oh, I need to,
1: I love Rachel Hollis. And she says this all the time, move your body, change your mind. And mm-hmm. it is so freaking true. We talked
0: about this before we got on the phone. <laughs> now that we're
1: here, I don't even know if
0: I should say it. <laughs> there is, it's a judgment-free zone, whatever. Like something, I would say glow sensory, something you can't be without. It's yeah. Something it's I can't be today. without self Tanner. Self planner. Okay. Love it. I've had people come on, say their hair extensions, their cell phones. So like, there's really, there's no boundaries here. Amazing. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us. Where can the listeners find you online? Um,
1: all right. We have a lot going on a lot. I can't talk about, but Ooh, mystery a lot of new products coming out. Um, you you'll be able to find us a lot more places, lots of new products, like I said, a lot of seasonal stuff coming out that I think will be really exciting, more shippable products. Um, Find us on Instagram at loveand.flower. Flower is F-L-O-U-R, you know, baking, and
0: yeah. Yay! Well, I hope one of those things is a pop-up shop in Boston or a second location in Boston so I can live there and work the front desk and just hug all your You're like okay, Elizabeth. Never know. (laughs) You're like this escalated. All right, perfect. Well, everyone, be sure to check out Love and Flower because I am a huge fan. I am so 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 obsessed with this episode. I think we touched on so much real raw and you know the nitty gritty stuff of being a business owner, being a woman, and just like living life, right? So everyone, check out Jamie, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Glow Up Effect podcast. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you love this episode, please share with your friends and family and tell them to check out the Glow Up Effect. Lastly, if you don't already, please check me out on Instagram at The Glow Up Effect.